Yo, to any and everyone who's listening right now, my name is Big T, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I'm going to have an open, honest conversation about, you know, life, because uh, not everyone is, uh, not everyone is doing okay, not everybody knows how to talk about it, so I want to talk about what makes you smile, honestly. And, you know, there's something else on your mind, and let's talk about that too. Right now, I'm pretty sure everyone could use somebody to have a real conversation with, especially if, hey, you know, it's just one of those days where you need somebody to listen or you need somebody to talk to or whatever, you know, not everyone is genuine enough or patient enough to hear your problems and, you know, <clears throat> keep it 100 with you and not give you, you know, a cordial or surface level response. I think that nowadays people have forgotten what it's like to just be a decent person and, you know, not disregard that, you know, everyone has emotion in, in a mind just like you. And I think until we get to that as a society, you know, we're going to keep seeing all this crazy stuff that you see on the news constantly. That's coming across your news feed. I mean, don't get me wrong. Ain't nothing to matter with, you know, seeing somebody twerk or seeing somebody fall. But, you know, when you see stuff like women or kids getting attacked in public and you decide to hold your phone in front of it and record it instead of doing something, that don't make you decent. That makes you a, a agitator. Shoot, it might even make you an accessory. You know what I mean? Like, a sense of community is something I think that we lost as people over the last hundred years or so. So, you know, what happened to that? Why, why can't we get back to that? I don't know. I think that uh, I think that without that, we're doomed to fail on a global level. Like if you look at the world, you know, through the eyes of somebody else, I'm, I really doubt that you would see your life the same way ever again. So, you know, for the six of you guys are listening, if there's something you want to share or something you want to get on your mind, you know. Please send a request to come in. Let's talk about it. Other than that, <clears throat> I hate to sound monotonous as I as I speak my innermost thoughts or whatever. But either way, you know, life is what it is at the end of the day. So I read something and I thought it was a dope way to look at it. And it said, the average human gets about 75 years. And if you think about that introspectively, that's what that dash is that you're going to get on your tombstone. From the year you were born to the year you, you know, rest in peace. That dash is your life. So what are you going to do with yours? Who are you going to choose to spend it with? How are you going to make a difference? You know? I think that 
a lot of people don't even consider that. They look at that blueprint for life and be like, okay, let me go to school. Let me get a good job or let me get a career. And, you know, then I'll have what I need to be happy or feel complete. But what someone else has a vision for you might not necessarily be for you. Not everyone has that drone mindset. You know, you're not Emmett from the Lego movie, like to be that perfect, you know, number in line. I mean, some people can do that and live life that way. I can't. So why follow that blueprint if you can't live life that way? It's like when you, <laughs> some people find themselves working at a job and then they all of a sudden just become disgusted by the fact that they're there and they want to do something out of the normal, like quit or just stop giving effort. It's because it was a placeholder in their life and they did it just because they needed to fulfill a need and they neglected their wants not knowing that they can get two with the same outcome. So, you know, why not do that? If that's what you, if that's what you really want. It's almost like when people get in relationships because they don't realize they can be by themselves. Like you're not a symbiote. And if you are and you look human, then that's fucking neat. And we need to meet like, you know, that's dope. But at the end of the day, it's okay to be by yourself. And it's okay to not be with somebody just because, you know, you think that you won't survive or you think you need them because you don't. You didn't need them in the womb unless you were a twin, you know, but that's a whole different thing. So why go through life thinking that everything you're doing is right when it's causing you some type of frustration or pain or any type of disorder like it don't it don't make sense and I think the people around you if they care about you and they see you going through this you know if they really care about you they'll they'll bring it to your attention because some people are oblivious to it you ever hear those stories about people that being like you know 20 30 year marriages and then you know, they decide to pull the trigger and separate and get divorced and either one or both parties, they, they feel like prisoners who just got released, like they can finally breathe. It's like that. Like you were you were staying together because you thought that's what's right. But how do you you know what I'm saying? Like how do you even know that that was right for you? You know what I'm saying? Like how how do you know that what you're doing right now that what's right for you and the decisions you're making. You know, that's something that I learned the hard way and a lot of other people did too. But <clears throat> when you don't when you don't share your thoughts and get outside your own, you know, comfort zone or your you know, your space, you never really learn that lesson sometimes you learn it but it'd be too late so it's best not to even dwell on that it's best to you know do something now i think that a lot of people 
you know, go through life misguided because, you know, the generation or the lineage before them, they did that because they thought that was right. It's like, who's, who can tell you that, you know, what you're doing in life is wrong? And that's true. No one can tell you how to live your life. But they can give you a, a leg up that maybe it's not what you're doing in life, but what you're doing with your life. Like, if I see somebody <clears throat> walking and they look like they're in pain, and, you know, you get the question in them and it's just like, I don't know, like maybe their shoes is too small or something, or they was putting them on the wrong foot, but, you know, it's like, hey man, maybe you should switch them so you won't have that pizzy toe problem, and they just, you know, they upset because you're trying to tell them how to live their life, I'm trying to help you actually ease your suffering, so, you know, why not? Why not do that? Why not take the advice? Why not let somebody help you out of what possibly could be misery or something like that? I don't think that anybody wants to suffer on purpose, you know, in their existence. And it's messed up that people don't even think like that. It's crazy that you can be desensitized to seeing somebody... Um, get beaten bloody or knocked out cold and stuff like that. Like, it happens so often or is visualized and put on your news feed or your stories or whatever. And people can just be desensitized to someone, you know, going through what could be the worst moments of their life. Like, oh, man, that's crazy. Next. Like, that's wild. And I don't think that people in your life that see that and don't do anything about it, I don't think they care about you. At least not in the way they're telling you. Because if I if I see something, if somebody I know posts a story and it sticks out to me, I'm not going to give it a week or something for the situation to clear up on the song. I'm going to pause what I'm doing, make that phone call. Are you good? Are you sure? Because you're not sounding like yourself. Or oh, I've never seen you act that way or post that. I'm going to holler at you when I get off work or, you know, when I'm free or whatever. And we're going to talk about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, all that airing people out for clout and shit like that. Like, that's not cool. I don't think... <laughs> I don't think people even realize that they carry themselves that way. And that's that's ridiculous. Like, what happened to common decency? Honestly, you know, if if I'm sounding like a cornball to you, then maybe you the person I'm talking about. You know, because at the end of the day, all a person has is their mind and their and their respect and the self control that they do have. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of influences in this world that people don't even realize that influence their decisions on a daily basis. But that's a conversation for another time. But 
honestly though, when can when can you when can you honestly say that? Oh, is there anybody listening right now? Can you say I'm a decent person and and not flinch or twitch on the inside or have to recoil any thoughts? Because sometimes people, you know, they get so used to walking a certain way or living a certain path or, you know, carrying a certain mindset that they don't even, they don't even realize that they, you know, they, they are very nonchalant about things in life that, you know, maybe you should take notice of or mention or do something about. And, you know, people call out each other when it comes to, you know, the popular things, the things that, that get clicks and views, you know, uh, cheating, um, you know, abuse, you know, uh, money scandal, theft, robbery or whatever, right? But when are we going to stop posting it and doing something about it? Like, think about it. Like, it's a reason why places like uh, Tulsa and Black Wall Street and, you know, these these Black-owned businesses that, you know, the African-American community had in the 1800s were tore down because it was a symbol for a piece of community. Like, I remember back in the day, you know, in my youth, where other parents would whoop me if I got out of line. Now, I'm not saying, you know, whooping your kids is always the answer. I'm just saying that they look, we looked out for each other. Like, remember when people could pop up at your house and it wouldn't be like an issue? Like, it was, it was welcoming. Like, when someone would pop up at your house back in the day and it's like, oh, snap, such and such in here. It would turn into like a mini event. You know, we would gather in the living room or whatever living space and have that conversation or whatever. But now people show up at your house and you like, damn, like no call, no text. We don't do pop-ups around here. Like, y'all don't think that's crazy? I think that's crazy. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm not that type of person that's going to... um you know, shun somebody away or ignore them, you know, depending on who they are and, you know, how they got my address or whatever. But I'm also the type of person that's, you know, welcoming that because not only is it familiar, but it was a better feeling. And avoiding people acting like, you know, I'm in some type of hiding or some shit like that. Like, that's not... <clears throat> that's not who I wanted to be. That's not who I want to be. And I don't think that people even realize that they do that now. Is that a part of, you know, inherent training to be almost deceitful? I guess what people consider white lies. You know, like when when you don't when you don't want to talk to somebody, right? What you do? And they call your phone. If you want another line, you know, it's like you can let that you can you can send them the voicemail or if you're just sitting, you know, watching something on your phone and your phone ring, you hit that volume button 
and you let it play like you never got the phone call, you were asleep or something. Instead of addressing the issue and you giving people the impression that you don't mess with them, and that might be the case, but why not get that off your chest and actually say something to that person or address the issue so you won't have that angst in your stomach when they when you get that phone call, you know? It might be something that was blown out of proportion or it might be something that they didn't even realize that they were doing that caused you to feel that way towards them. People don't address issues no more. They don't they don't have those they those sit downs anymore, like a real sit down. All that I think is funny how like all that shit is cute. But that's not real. How could you call yourself a friend or a genuine person or, or decent if you can't even have a conversation with the problem with the person you have a problem with? What does that what does that really make you? That's childlike behavior. Avoiding the obvious, you know. And I hate to sound like a therapist, but <clears throat> it's it's the truth. Like if I can see it and I'm not directly involved. Obviously, you're blind to it or you don't want to see it. And that's cool if you want to avoid your problems. But just don't act like they, you know, it fell out the sky. Sometimes you create your own problems and then blame the world for it happening to you. Or, you know, that person or what area or maybe even a, a zodiac sign. Like, I still think it's funny how people blame zodiac signs for trash behavior. Like... Oh yeah, if he was if he was born in June and in the middle of July, oh yeah, he trash. Or if he dark skinned and he lived in this city, he trash. Or anybody named that begin with T, they trash. Like, damn. You mean to tell me you, you mess with every person that fits that criteria? That's a lot of you know, relationships. And if it wasn't a relationship, that's a lot of sex. That's a, that's a lot of conversations and stuff. Like, what were you trying to prove? And that's not me, like, judging someone's body count. Just, like, is that really where your mind goes when you have issues with certain people? That kills me. It's like, it's like people who get in situationships, right? And one, one party in that falls for the other. And... All y'all did was smash. And now when you see a different side to that person and let's say you convince them to like actually go along with the actual relationship, then you're surprised by all this stuff or these habits or the way they carry themselves later on. Like before you let this person into you or vice versa, don't you think you should have clarified that? I mean, get a little understanding. A conversation goes a long, a long way. Like, if you pay attention, a person will show you them true selves, even if they're hiding it from you. You just got to, you have to really pay attention. Not to always what they do, but what they say and how they say it. Because anybody who can keep up an act for, let's say, five years, right? Eventually... Unless they are like the greatest actor in the world, they'll get tired. But who wants that? Why put yourself in that situation? And if that's the case, you know, hey, 
go ahead and um you know do the right thing and make it make it easy for the both of you or whoever's involved lay your situation out there lay your standards hey i've acquired this and this is what i want are you good with that yay or nay and you can do that and it not be an issue because you just might have to expand your search area to find people who fit that criteria stop settling for what's around you or what's near you or or what's convenient for you you know what i'm saying like if you don't want a relationship but you want you know uh gifts or conversation or sex or whatever there are people who will you know take up the task or the job whatever you want to call it and fulfill that need specifically but know your boundaries just because someone gives you the best sex doesn't mean they're going to give you good conversation or be a good partner or whatever you know what i mean because that's not what you initiated in the beginning don't switch the rules in the fourth quarter it never makes sense and it's not going to work out that way it's some specialized situations that happen but you're talking about like a one in a million shot so stop doing the craziness like not to dismiss people's you know one side of life but i mean really think about it what do you want to do with your time do you want to waste it thinking or hoping that these decisions that you're making are going to work out and you know be what's best or are you going to be resentful and blame somebody else for the path you decide to take that's not cool and it's not worth it you know i'm assuming from this number you know i got quite a few people listening i want to thank you for you know um tuning in during my little rant here this is actually my first day on this app and um i don't know it's kind of cathartic being able to uh you know get out certain thoughts and you know share my opinions on certain things in life but you know if you're listening and you want to join the conversation i'd appreciate it if not hey i'm just gonna keep on going for a little while but i asked this question what makes you smile and it's funny when you ask people you know versus strangers ain't it crazy how strangers are more honest with someone they never met before than you know someone you've known for like let's say half your life or your childhood or whatever since childhood it's because they know that the fact that i'm just meeting you is there's no like repercussions of me sharing this because you know we'll probably never see each other again or if i feel a certain way about somebody it'll never get back to them nine times out of ten but when you close with somebody does that mean you distrust them when you can't tell them your most inner thoughts i always find that crazy it's some people that like to overshare like down to the minute detail but you know 
don't know, maybe it's just me when it comes to meeting new people and someone you might consider a stranger on the street. Because I've had people tell me way too much about their lives, and I'm just like, all right, you know, it's some type of aura I give off that says unload. And that's cool if you need it, just as long as it doesn't end up in a story with like me on the front page of the paper or getting police involved, then I'm all good, you know? But, you know, back to the original question, what, what makes you smile? And if these things make you smile, why aren't you finding ways to implement that into your life and holding on to those things? You know, if being a photographer makes you smile or reading a book makes you smile, but you tell me the last time you picked up a book was ages ago, why are you denying something that makes you happy? Why aren't you doing something about that? You know, that question why can be powerful if implemented in the right way. A lot of people don't. When they say it, it's almost in a, it's, it's nine times out of 10 is usually when something negative happens to them and they're trying to put the pieces back together or they'll call somebody else and explain the situation and say how, but I mean, you were there. Sometimes you put in situations you can't control. Yes, but you were there when those decisions were made. So why are you questioning it like it fell out the sky? It it honestly did. Like, regardless to <clears throat> how you feel about fate and the strings of lives and things of that nature, every day you wake up, right? You yawn, funky breath, stretch, whatever. You are in control and you make those decisions. I'm going to get in the shower, brush my teeth, wash my face. I'm going to get dressed. I'm going to go to work. If I'm off that day, I'm going to run some errands. I'm going to go see somebody. I'm going to go shopping. I'm going to read a book. I'm going to watch this movie. I'm going to lay in bed all day. Like, regardless to how you might view life, there isn't, like, somebody with a controller or strings controlling these actions. Like, the Bible said the one thing that humans got that nothing nobody else got is free will, right? So free will is the ability to make a choice. So how do you know that the choices you're making aren't the reason that, you know, or the choices you're not making are the reason you're in this predicament right now? So are you making the right choices? Are you doing what somebody else is saying? Are you following, you know, someone else's life or whatever? Like you literally have, you know, control over that. And some people don't even do that. Some people are comfortable with letting somebody else lead their lives. And, you know, they can get upset or whatever, but they gave up control and they gave up you know, I guess whatever spark of life they needed, you know, back then when they when they gave somebody else reign over their thoughts and their opinions and their feelings. Like, that's not cool. What do you want to, 
what are you going to do next? You know? Are you going to sit on somebody's lap while they control your mouth and shit? Like, come on now. Like, I don't think, I don't think it's, I don't think life was ever set up that way. And it's really a cruel trick that people have mastered mastered the art of manipulation. And you can trick your own self out of even having that mindset. When they say that the human mind is a powerful thing, it is. You know, it's, it's, it's people that, you know, go down a rabbit hole or get stuck in the mindset to where they truly believe they're sick and it causes their body to have a chemical reaction that gives them the symptoms of being sick. Like, that's how strong the human mind is. And you giving somebody control over that? Come on now. Come on, that's not that's not right. Don't don't do that. That's that's literally like throwing your life away. Don't be don't be that person. And don't be that person that blames everybody else for their issues. Like just stop. Just stop. Like and it might sound like I'm telling you what to do or giving you commands or something like no, I'm telling you to think for yourself and pay attention to what's around you. Like, like literally do that for yourself, even if you disagree with everything.